Hey, we're Brittany and Tiffany, and we're obsessed with all things meal planning. And we're here to help you navigate both the wild and wonderful parts of feeding your people. I'm a mama to seven and the creator of The Deliberate Day. I'm a mama of five, an ideal and inspiration. We'll teach you the tried and true secrets to getting meals on the table with more love and less overwhelm. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, get comfortable, and come learn with us. Hey, welcome back. This is day two of our five-part series. We are just taking a real look into increasing gratitude and then improving your life in hard seasons, in real motherhood, like taking these techniques that people suggest and that these really brilliant people are saying is helpful and then breaking it down to what it really means to incorporate these in motherhood. So yesterday we talked about the first two, which were journaling and then getting outside and getting some exercise. Today, we are talking about drinking more water and then getting more sleep. Ha! Huh? Getting more sleep as a mom. Okay, what, what is that even? Of course, we know we need more sleep, but how in the world do you get more sleep as a mom? Well, you just close your eyes. <laughs> you just put your head on the pillow and close your eyes. Uh, yes, sure. Sure you do. <laughs> okay, we're going to finish. We're going to really talk about those today. But just so you know, if you come back for the rest of the week, we're also going to Uh, touch on some things like volunteering, savoring your experiences, writing to someone, making a visit or going on a trip, meditation and prayer, and also noticing your complaints and reshaping your mindset. Because these are all some of the top things that are suggested to start shaping gratitude in your life and then to create life-changing daily habits. But unfortunately, when all of those really smart people who probably have kids who are grown and gone don't understand what it's like to have little kids at home. Yeah, to have toddlers or toddlers and teenagers or to have a brand new baby or to be so dead tired, it feels like your brain stopped functioning last year. So that's where we come in because we've lived in those seasons and we want to... Some of us are still in those seasons. Yes, (laughs) that's right. So let's start out with Brittany... Tell me about drinking more water. Okay. First, I I just want to say, like, there's a real reality of of all these suggestions in mom life. And if you don't feel well, it's, it's hard to practice gratitude. We can't address all of these ideas or all or even really half of them, right? But just starting small and starting to build in these small practices, it gives us such a better shot at being the mothers that we want to be. So drinking more water. I, my husband drinks water religiously. He can tell when he hasn't had a drink for like the last five minutes. I mean, he, he just drinks water all day long. And as much as I would like to, realistically, that is not what I'm thinking of every day. Because even if I wanted to think about that, even if that was the top priority in my own personal brain, it is not the top priority in my children's brain, which means I'm going to be interrupted a jillion times. Or like at my house, you can get yourself a nice awesome cold water and you look up and it has disappeared and I'll tell you who took it (laughs) Raylan took it because that's what he does he's a water thief okay so that's what I'm saying so even if you're trying to do this and you have a water thief in your house that can make it difficult especially if you have a nice water bottle and you're logging how much you're drinking and then you come back to it and you think oh i I definitely didn't drink this much. And you find out somebody else drank it and they backwashed in the water that was left. So mm. that's my favorite. Nummy. Okay, but all all of those things aside, like will drinking more water actually change anything? Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. Because being dehydrated actually has a lot of negative effects on our bodies. It can actually cause exhaustion, headaches. It can cause early labor. I can attest to this because two of my babies, two of my early labors were brought on by dehydration, like extreme extreme dehydration. And I had no idea, but I got a very sound lecturing from the nurse about not drinking water and not taking care of myself. So (laughs) duly noted, it can bring on early labor. It can also cause dizziness, mental fog. It also slows your metabolism. And who wants a slow metabolism? Not me. And also the University of Connecticut linked it with being irritable and moody. Who else feels irritable and moody? On a regular basis, you can't see us, but Brittany and I are both raising our hands right (laughs) now. Yes, we are. So those are some of the negative effects of being dehydrated, but what about being hydrated? Ooh, okay. So being hydrated actually has some real positive side effects. It can reduce dark circles or puffiness under your eyes. I need this. It can (laughs) decrease joint pain. Hello, Hello, moms. Yeah. Yeah. For real. You wake up in the morning and you feel old already. And yeah, you because even you were sleeping with a baby or you were sleeping with multiple toddlers on you or you've just had a baby. So everything is a little bit um, not where it needs to be. Oh, <laughs> stuff just hurts. Okay. Sometimes. Also, it gives you more energy. It gives you more clarity to deal with the mental gymnastics that come along with having smart children, okay? It prevents kidney stones. I've not had one, but I've had babies, and that's what they generally uh, compare that to for Mm -hmm. men. How, oh, y'all, I feel for you if you've had kidney stones, because I did have one baby with no good drugs, and that, no, uh -uh, (laughs) uh-uh, no fun. Okay, also, it promotes a healthier heart. Yes, fewer headaches. Where are my headache people? Hello, water. If you have kids who get headaches, give them water. Yeah. Try it out. That's my husband's solution. If you've ever seen my Big Fat Greek Wedding where the dad is saying Windex on everything, yes. my husband says water is the solution for everything. The kids will be like, oh, my leg is scraped. Uh, my shoulder hurts. Hey, my chin is hurting. They're, my tooth is hurting. And Brandon will say, oh, just drink some water. Drink some water. Oh, you have a headache? Drink some water. We're like, it doesn't fix everything. And he always says, yeah, just drink some water. See how you feel after that. So, yes. Water it, makes everything better. Water fixes everything. There it, is one drawback, though. Yes. Yeah. You just have to pee more. <laughs> and actually, the reality is you're just going to have to be closer to a bathroom, especially if you've had a few kids. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. Or you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, especially because then. Especially if you're pregnant. Yes. Uh. So what what is a real world? We want to give you guys real world ideas and real world solutions to help you do these things if this is the one thing that you choose. Right. So, Brittany, what is one thing that you do to help you drink more water? Well, I actually started setting an alarm, and that was something that was helpful because it reminded me to drink water throughout the day. A friend of ours, Renee, suggested that, or she said what she does is she drinks, what, how much, 32 ounces, I think? Yeah. She downs, I think, 32 ounces in the morning before she has anything else, coffee, food, anything. And so that's one way where she kind of gets in that water in a very quick, you know, one fell swoop. And then for myself, I tried that and almost drowned with 32 ounces of water. That's a lot of water. So 
Um, instead, I, I start with usually about 16 ounces of water, and then I set an alarm to drink water throughout the day. And I try to keep a water bottle with me. Again, there are challenges with that because, of course, as moms, our kids drink our water, or they take our water bottle and walk it off somewhere, or we leave a water bottle in the car because we had our hands full getting kids out of the car, so on and so forth. If you're brand new to starting with drinking water, if you know you need to drink more water, start small. We say this over and over and over again. Start with four ounces. Don't even start with your typical eight ounces. Start with four ounces and drink it at every meal, you know, at a minimum. And then the next day, start to increase that a little bit and a little bit. And that's the thing. Like nothing that you should do should be hard. You want to make it accessible, like Brittany says, with keeping a water bottle with you. You want to start small. You don't want to feel like you're drowning first thing in the morning. And if you're not used to drinking a lot of water, you might feel like you're drowning if you try to drink 32 ounces right away. And make Um, it nice. Get a fun water bottle. If you like drinking out of a straw, get a straw. If you like drinking water that has that's infused with lemons then buy a couple lemons and drink some water infused with lemons and even like a lot of times too I know that this is might make it more difficult for some people but sometimes if I know there's something that I have to do I will make my kids do it too if I know it's going to be good for all of us just like last episode we talked about getting everyone outside in the morning maybe everyone is due for a new water bottle maybe it would be fun to, you know, maybe that's a stocking stuffer or something that you have coming up. We've got the mm-hmm. holidays coming, but it could be a nice thing where get your kids doing it and they'll remind you, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I know this isn't a popular opinion, but skip the sodas, skip the energy drinks, skip the wine, skip the coffee. Don't skip the coffee. And reach for a water instead. You don't have to skip it entirely, but skip it for a minute, you know? Skip it and drink a water instead first. Let your coffee be a treat and drink your water first. Ah, that's a good idea. Alternate. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So now let's talk about a very divisive issue that I'm sure a lot of you are going to write in about once we talk about it. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, Just get more sleep. That's how you increase your gratitude. Just, Just get more sleep. I see this again and again on suggestions from... These, like I said, these very brilliant minds, like you should be getting eight to 10 hours of sleep at night. You know, at a minimum, you should be getting at least seven hours of sleep or six hours of sleep. And there are a lot of differing ideas on how much sleep you should get, but I don't come close to any of them. So just that thought in my mind first is you've got to be kidding me. Of course, I would get more sleep if I could, right? I, I want sleep. Hello? I don't choose to be interrupted in the middle of the night to feed babies or to lovingly take care of night terrors or to clean up urine or to clean up vomit or to find somebody sneaking downstairs in the middle of the night. Or, gosh, we've got a couple kids who wake up and sleepwalk. And (laughs) (laughs) I do not choose to be terrified out of my wits by a tiny human walking around aimlessly without that won't respond to you in the middle of the night because that is just creepy as snap. Okay, (laughs) so creepy, (laughs) especially when their eyes are open, but they're not registering anything. And you're like, "Ah, hello, is there a demon in there? Are you my child? (laughs) So, yes, just this idea of getting more sleep. My first thought is how? What in the? How? How do you want me to do that? Well, and then also, like, we, people talk about, I know that insomnia is a real thing. Like, there are people who have legitimate problems with sleep, right? Mm -hmm. But 
I've said for years, like, I know the cause of my insomnia <laughs> because I hold them and I feed them and I, you know, and I marry them. I'm raising it. Yes, <laughs> I'm raising it. So we we get this and we're not trying to minimize the struggle because the struggle is so real. Yeah. And, and we get that, right? And you... Because really, as moms, it's not really our choice to not get sleep or within our capacity to just get more sleep most of the time. So telling you, hey, just put your head on the pillow and close your eyes. I tell that to my husband all the time. And it's not realistic. Like that's that there's a lot more to sleep than that. Right. Yeah, because, you know, the reality is we have the ability to get more sleep, but it often requires the sacrifice of all else in order to deliver the capacity necessary to fight against so much to get it. So there will be seasons where you'll have time to do some of those things that you enjoy. Right now, if you have a lot of littles, maybe you can't watercolor. Maybe you don't have time to mind melt at night before you go to sleep. But the time will come for that, right, Brittany? Tell me. It, it, I, I'm telling you it's going to come. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. You know, and I think that there's there's a lot of advice, too, that you should just skip the things you do at night that take up your time. And I would say across the board for most moms, it's that we stay up a little bit longer after our people finally hit the pillow because we need time for ourselves. And, you, you know, sometimes we need to mind melt a little. And sometimes it, this isn't a season where sacrificing a little bit more time at night is going to be as healing as getting a little bit more sleep. And I know that's going to be very controversial, but, but for me, to be able to kind of come down from the day is really vital to me to be able to serve the next day. So just saying, well, just don't get on Pinterest. Don't get on Instagram. Don't read a book. Just, just go to sleep. You know, just go in and just go to sleep. It's okay if you need to mind melt. Maybe yeah. you need to be on Pinterest. You know, sometimes we can't change how much sleep we're getting, but we can change our mindset around it. And this is a big Tiffany topic. Yes. Okay. I've been waiting for this one because, y'all, I had a baby. It was my first baby who slept literally 30 minutes at a time. And I had people tell me that they wouldn't have more children after they had him. Aww. Like, I know, I heard the gamut. And I the thing was, I was already pregnant. So I was like, so... <laughs> thanks a lot for that. Thanks, thanks. Are you going to... But anyways, the, the kid didn't sleep, okay? And I remember that first year just dreading going to bed. I dreaded nighttime. Absolutely dreaded it. Because I knew I had to get up in the morning the next day and go to work. Because I was working 40 hours a week. I was pregnant with number two. I had number one there who didn't sleep. But the one thing that I did was finally decide if you can't beat him, join him. And mm -hmm. so when he would start waking up at night, I would figure out which chick flick I wanted to actually, this really explains a lot about Hunter now, I think, because <laughs> he is the most, like, he is just, he is a wonderful human. But also he's very understanding and very, you know, He's going to make a phenomenal husband. He is. He so is. But but what I finally did was if he was going to be up and I had to be walking around comforting a screaming child because he would literally scream at the top of his lungs, then I was just going to enjoy a movie. I was going to turn a chick flick on and we were going to watch whatever new movie that came out that I wanted to watch. And I didn't get more sleep, but it changed everything for me because I didn't dread nighttime because instead of 
being so tired and so angry and anxious and resentful about not getting sleep, I got to focus on something, well, okay, what movie are we going to watch tonight? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It Changing your mindset changes so much. You're still tired, but you're not angry and holding resentment over it. And that will change everything. Okay. Speaking of changing anything, does sleep change anything? Like what, like what does sleep really do for us if we were to get more? Okay, of course. Yes. Does sleep change anything? It changes everything. But but we know this, right? We all know this as moms. We all know the value of sleep. The sleep for our kids, sleep for ourselves. So also I just want to say, mamas, we are tough. You know, if if you're in a season of no sleep, hang in there, mama. And remember that or just know. Know that it is a season. Or or possibly it's like a whole teenager worth of a season because I feel like we've been in 14 years of no sleep but (laughs) which is it will change it does change and and even in within seasons there are ebbs and flows so in the meantime it's okay if if this can't be your thing if you can't give up a little bit more mind melting if you can't dedicate yourself to getting eight or nine hours a night if you can't find time to nap during the day if this isn't your thing right now mama I just want to say that's okay So let's talk about some real solutions now about maybe trying to fit in more sleep. Are there ways that, like real, realistic ways that mamas can try to get more sleep? Okay, so there's this magical thing called melatonin. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am not a doctor. I do not. Actually, I don't use melatonin. We haven't had it in our house, but uh, look into it. Couldn't hurt. Talk to your medical professional. But... Um, What I can tell you is that getting outdoors, something we talked about actually in yesterday's episode, getting outdoors can really help align your sleep routines. Also, cutting back on yeses can have a really big impact on how exhausted you are at the end of the day, how much you need to mind melt, you know, when you can turn in. If you're saying yes up until 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and I'm not just talking about outside yeses, I'm talking about inside yeses too, mamas. Because sometimes you might be a yes mama for your kids and you say yes to the story and yes to the laying and yes to the everything. And all of these things are so good and they are so beautiful. But sometimes it's important for us to protect our sleep as well. And sometimes you can choose one yes one good yes and that can be your best yes and you can give all you can to that yes and then you can still protect some time for yourself as well and also I would say protect your sleep at all costs right as much as you have the ability to do for one I know Tiffany doesn't do sleepovers nope nope well okay so we've loosened the rule a little (laughs) because I do like to be a yes mom so we've decided to allow them for birthday parties But that's like once a year and not even our own kids' birthday parties. I told them they could go to other people's birthday parties (laughs) and sleep over because you don't have to reciprocate for that. That's the wonderful thing about it. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Ah, but Ah, yes. Clever. We don't do sleepovers and I am a renowned yes mom and Mm -hmm. I don't do sleepovers. So that's your boundary. Yep. Also, ask your husband for a nap on the weekend. You know, sometimes you can't take a nap during the day with the kids or you have too much on your plate, but just being really honest and saying, hey, I feel really exhausted. Could I have 
30 minutes or one hour and then could I return the favor for you is there somewhere you'd like to go or something you'd like to do where you can go do that for an hour also and kind of piggyback the responsibilities that you guys share and the weight that comes along with that on the weekend and then maybe take an hour for a nap and give him an hour to do something else. I just have a really funny story to add into this. When we had two kids under two, my husband and I actually would fantasize about bringing the kids and just hang in there, trust me, bringing the kids to daycare in the morning and then just going back to bed. Uh, that would have been, we never actually did it. We thought about like taking a week of vacation for both of us, but I kept having uh, kids so I didn't have a week of vacation, but taking a week of vacation and bringing the kids to daycare in the morning and then just going home and going to sleep. That sounds dreamy. I've often talked about just getting away and finding a hotel for the night for just an so hour. I could sleep. <laughs> just for an hour, yeah. If, uh, if there wasn't such a bad connotation with renting a hotel room for an hour, yes. Could you imagine oh. how nice that would be? Just show up and be like, yes, excuse me, I'd like uh, two hours at the Nap Express Inn. <laughs> if I don't wake up, though, you could just charge it to my account and make sure I'm still breathing after about 48 hours. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. But also, if you can trade off with... With a husband, you can trade off with a friend, right? Yes. Okay, yes, definitely. Trade off with a friend once a week for a nap play date, okay? And don't be too embarrassed to actually ask somebody if they want to do this and then do it. Actually do it. You know, I've had friends over the years who've been like, yeah, I'll totally do that with you. But then I was actually too embarrassed to go take my kids to their house and really go back home and take a nap or it felt too guilty like well if somebody's watching my kids I really should be doing x y and z no sleep is important so trade off and take a nap also another thing that will help is protecting those evening and bedtime routines right yeah I would definitely say just consistency in the time that you're doing it and then consistency and expectations of your kids will be really, really helpful for them and for you because you both know what to expect. And then really setting firm boundaries is so helpful because bedtimes can just be so exhausting and they can be continually exhausting, continually depleting for you as the mom, but also for children. You know, of course they want more, they want more, but the longer they stay up, the harder tomorrow is going to be. So finding consistency in what time you're putting kids to bed, setting good expectations, and then holding fast to the boundaries around those expectations. It's very important. So now let's recap. All right. First, we talked about drinking more water, set an alarm, keep a cup close, and start small. That's right. And then get more sleep. Naps count. Do your best. And if all else fails, work on your mindset if you can. So today, what we want you to do is set a timer and drink four ounces of water every 30 minutes or every hour if you can. That's just half a cup. You can do that, right? Absolutely. And come back tomorrow because tomorrow we're going to be talking about increasing your gratitude by volunteering and savoring your experiences. <laughs>